0: Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast.
1: Lionel Messi has conquered
2: his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories.
3: Max Verstappen has taken the chequered flag to win
2: the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus, so thank you, Venus. And all the analysis, right here. There's no question that LeBron James, at the worst, is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. It's, it's just blasphemous. It's just blasphemous. Okay, so let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team. For the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station.
3: Very good evening, Zimbabwe, and welcome to your favourite sports show. It's ZFM Sport on a Monday, and the team is in studio. Barry Manandi, Chris Meadzi. My name is Mike Madoda, and the man pulling the strings behind the disc is Sean Tafiranyika. It's Monday, the 6th of February, 2023. And, of course, on this day in history, lots of famous people have their birthdays today. Steve Nash, the Canadian basketball player now coach Chris Rock the American comedian Chris was born today you love a bit of country I I like I like I like like, uh, Chris Rock you like Garth Brooks as well uh, no. I think he's the best-selling uh, musician, musician of all time. Musician, really? Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Shucks, musician, never mind yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. country music. Yeah,
3: absolutely, because I think country music accounts for over 40% of the American music market. That's how big it is. That's so they, so they, they spend on their, on their down south in <laughs> <to say>. <laughs> <laughs> They spend on their own. I think that's what you wanted to say. They spend on their own. Wow, if you love a bit of uh, reading as well, Charles Dickens, the famous uh, <laughs> poet what, and what writer. What whole do you know? Well, he was born in 1812,
4: Barry. Uh, so, yeah, do the quick math.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, he would have been very old. And uh, another one born today, Ronald Reagan, President of the United States, uh, the late president. Bob Marley, the Jamaican musician, oh, came here to Independence. Yes. Brilliant. and then one of our own and I'll call him the greatest of all time Leonard Nimbo was also born today the... I'm yeah so I'm, I'm be 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 there we go and if we were playing his songs uh, would have to of course uh, have a power play that would last all of 13 uh, or <laughs> 14 we, 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 <laughs> <a beautiful game. laughs> we wouldn't have <laughs> a beautiful game we wouldn't have a beautiful game we wouldn't have a beautiful yeah, game but uh, yeah. Yeah. talking about what's on the show today on the home front Zimbabwe has been relegated to Africa Group 3 after agonisingly going down 3-2 to a higher ranked Uruguay in a Davis Cup World Group 2 playoff tie that finally ended this afternoon after a two day rain delay in international sport England coach Steve Bothwick says his team uh, or the team that he took over from Eddie Jones weren't good at anything following a defeat in his first match in charge in the Six Nations Championship also you around the world in 60 with updates from South Africa, Saudi Arabia, France as well as the US.
4: In the Castle Island World Football Report we kick off in Serie A That's in Italy, of course, where Inter Milan coach Simone Inzaghi says the Nerazzurri were determined and focused as a first-half header by striker uh, Lautaro Martinez uh, gave Inter victory over rivals AC Milan in a sold-out Derby della Madonnina. In uh, Premier League, uh, Manchester City were hit with numerous alleged breaches of financial rules by the league less than 24 hours after their defeat to Tottenham uh, saw them fail to capitalize on Arsenal's slip-up at Everton. In La Liga, Real Madrid manager Carlo Ancelotti says Los Blancos did not have cool heads as they suffered another blow to their La Liga title hopes following defeat at Real Mallorca yesterday.
2: The home front, Local sports news and analysis.
0: Local sports news round are starting off with some cricket news where Craig Braithwaite and Tajanarine Shandapol set New West Indies record of 336 for the first wicket as the tourists declared 447 runs for seven after lunch of day three in the first test against Zimbabwe at Queen's Sports Club. The chevrons at the end of day three at Stumps trail by 333 runs head over to some rugby news. Young Sables coach Sean Desouza says preparations for this year's Rugby Africa Under-20 Barts Trophy title defence are well on course. Speaking after watching some action at the Paramount Under-20 rugby competition at Old Hararian Sports Club, D'Souza said he was impressed by the talent that he saw. And we'll finish off with some PSL news. Highlanders appear to be warming up to the idea of keeping midfielder Divine Mindirira, a player they were eager to let go after he missed three weeks of Boso's preseason training, having tried to Force a move away from Boso, the midfielder appears to have made a U turn and is now trying to negotiate his way back to Boso. Alos, your thoughts on this one?
1: I don't know. I think somebody uh, promised him something somewhere, and it looks like it's a brick wall and he's making a U turn. But yeah, pretty good sign. They just need to take him back. Football sometimes. Oh, The
2: Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe.
3: We certainly are Team Zimbabwe and you are a part of the show, a big part of the show, in fact. That's what we love to hear from you. Get in touch with us uh, with your thoughts and your views. 0731 168045. That's 0731 168045. Don't forget, for those, of course, who are unable to catch the show live, tell them that ZFM Sport is available as a podcast for them to listen at their own time and at their own leisure. It's on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast simply search for ZFM Sport and subscribe and it's a good evening to Glenn out in Breside, and he says, "Good evening, team. You are the best sports show. Thank you so much for listening in, DJ." Uh and "Good evening, DJ. I don't know if we're DJs, guys. You classify yourself just, as a DJ, Chris?" "Just Bez <laughs> "I think in this room." <laughs> in
1: <laughs> the studio." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, no, it's "You're not DJ, Raz." "No, no, you're not a DJ." It's DJ
3: That's a uh, Bevan Lutonik out in Glenview Three. Nice to know that you tuned in, Bevan. Let's get into the news, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe relegated to Africa Group 3 after agonisingly going down 3-2 to higher-ranked Uruguay in a World Group 2 playoff tie that finally ended this afternoon after a two-day rain delay. With the tie locked at two apiece, Zimbabwe's second seed Courtney Locke suffered a heartbreaking 6-3, 3-6, 6 4 defeat to Uruguay's Ignacio Caru, who broke the host's resistance in the high-stakes to side. Zimbabwe Davis Cup... Captain Takanyi Garangaga praised his side's performance and says he's hopeful the country will climb out of the doldrums of Africa Group Three
5: very hard especially when you have a lot of emotions three days long four days long the rain delay you create momentum up but he fought well he fought well he was leading us throughout courtney for years when we were outside the country he was pumping us up carrying us today he did a good job of finishing it through to the end you know emotions are tough to interpret this particular moment but he did well he fought well look i mean look the so boys have been in this situation, not this particular match, but you know, relegation, promotion, relegation, promotion. We spoke, we've got um, a long term game that they do have as a team, and I'm trying to just guide them so that they have a good platform to perform well. So, looking forward, it's going to be a few months. Prior to that, so we'll sit down and speak. I just want to give you an answer immediately now because it's not, we have to digest all of that. The optimism is just always there because we have to say we've had the same team, you know? So it's not something where. You know, it's something that we don't uncharted territory going back. You know, but moving forward today, yes, it was new territory, but we're always optimistic on either side. Z
3: That's uh, Zimbabwe Davis Cup uh, non-playing captain Takanyi Garanganga. Now, let's run through the results. Uh, match one, so Courtney Locke uh, defeated by Martin Kuevas, uh, 6-3, 6-2. Zimbabwe bouncing back, courtesy of Benjamin Locke, who beat Ignacio Caru 7-6, 6-4. The doubles went the way of Uruguay. They defeated, of course, uh, the uh, combination of uh, Benjamin Locke and Courtney 6-2 uh, 6-4 six, six, before Benjamin Locke again uh, bailed Zimbabwe out uh, to get the uh, tie to two apiece when he beat Martin Cuevas 6-4, six, 6-4 four, six, four, and then Zimbabwe, of course, losing the fifth match uh, to ensure that we were relegated into that group. Now, the there was a two day rain delay, Chris. Mm. Uh, Zimbabwe seemed to have momentum on their side after we stormed back to a piece. Uh, there was a lot of funfair. The support out at Harare Sports Club was great. Could yeah. that have been the reason why, you know, the stop, start, yeah. stop, start. Could that have been the reason why we, we lost the momentum that we could have had? Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: I think when you're taking a look at that fifth match, very, very key. And the rain delays, I think, first of all, from an emotional Emotional and mental perspective when you consistently have to psych yourself up and get back into the game after you've had a spur of momentum I think is can be difficult and I think that's what also proved um, to be the challenge I think especially for Courtney when you're taking a look at his performances so rain delays definitely played a part there and I don't think that there was enough to manage the mental and emotional aspects of those rain delays for the players.
3: Barry he tried his best uh, Courtney uh, in that uh, game in fact <laughs> so in so the matches shooters, that, uh, yeah. that he played uh, but uh, we saw of course some unforced errors uh, that inevitably made it easier for the Uruguay Tea. Yeah, um, I, I particularly against uh, that, that that final match uh, against Ignacio
4: uh, Caru. I, I think that um, there was a, a bit of uh, youthful exuberance, petulance I could possibly avoid by the. Boisterous crowd. Yeah, but you've got to be able to then, the to then, to then zone in and, and and know what to do. I think some of his shot selection was was off. Old mm. Co- Courtney. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, was what, a, what do you mean? Some of the shot selection. What, what? What was he going for the hero shot? He was going for the hero shots. Also, uh, there were times when Karu was there for the taking, and what he was doing, he was just returning uh, and waiting for Karu to 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 to, to initiate. The movements Rather than moving him around And, and, and trying to find the opening uh, So I, I felt that at times He was a bit passive in the match And then when he wanted to then uh, uh, Stamp his authority on, mm. the, on the match It was the wrong time So wrong shot at the wrong time Meaning that Courtney I think Is a little bit green uh, Great thing is that he's on the circuit And he's going to learn uh, his craft and, and, and improve That's the only thing that's, that's fantastic about this
3: And now Uruguay Davis Cup captain Enrique Perez Casarino Says his team expected a close contest with Zimbabwe.
1: Uh, Zimbabwe has a good team they play uh, good ties here in the past uh, a, lot, a lot of tradition in tennis with the Blackwell brothers with Kevin Uliot also playing Davis Cup and now Benjamin he's a player who knows uh, what we're talking about when we, when we play Davis Cup he was the number one of the tie on ranking and uh, and in the other hand they played doubles together almost the whole year with his brother so we know since the beginning it was a really really close tie and 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 and, and I think that the answer is how we finish today. Z.
3: Uruguay expecting a tight contest versus Zimbabwe and that's exactly what they got. Zimbabwe relegated and let's, let's broaden the discussion uh, beyond just uh, what happened over the weekend, Chris. Uh, mm-hmm. This really is uh, a damning indictment of where tennis Zimbabwe is. Yeah. Uh, from a historical perspective, uh, you know, the glory days and yes, we can't carry on pining uh, for the days the Black Brothers used to host the likes of Andre Agassi. But, Where we are now really underlines our fall from Grace. 100%. And there's something that uh, Benjamin,
0: I think, said uh, when we had a chat with them on Thursday, which is the fact that Zimbabwe Tennis needs to, uh, right now, beyond all of the fantastic marketing and content and bits that they're doing, they really need to work on that pipeline and ensuring that players are getting the very best in terms of exposure, getting us out there and getting us the playing time. And if they don't do that, I think we're going to be stuck in a similar situation. I think it's, you know, it's fantastic that we have the Locke brothers and a couple. Of other players But surely Zimbabwe tennis At this point We should really have More people to talk about And we should have Better quality In terms of those players So I think there's been A letdown, And what we're seeing now Is just a consequence Of a broken system
3: Barry Is the fault here uh, And and, and even when you go back To the glory days uh, The investment Around Tennis players And those That really made it For Zimbabwe uh, Byron Black Mm -hmm. Wayne Black Kevin Elliott Mm -hmm. Kara Black who were able to compete at a world-class level. But we know that it was the effort of their father, Don Black. Mm. It was a family's individual investment and not necessarily the strategy of Tennis Zimbabwe that gave us the Black family. Yeah. And we're seeing the same here again with the Lock brothers as well. Mm. This is a, a family that's invested in its kids. It's a family, of course, that had, has had to pay the bill for them to be learning abroad, for them to be getting coached abroad and competing abroad. Mm where does Teddy zimbabwe come in and say you know what we've got to look beyond individual families and try and produce the next group the next raft of young players where do they, uh, the, step they, in they, they, they and st- how
4: do they do that they step in by 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 taking control of the sport uh, at the moment i think that there's a lot that is left uh, in the hands and unfortunately it's, it's across all sport in in zimbabwe uh, I'm beginning to find, uh, as as we, we speak to various uh, sporting codes and uh, various schools, I think the investment by parents is is massive, first of all, and so we thank all the parents out there. Mm. Uh, but there is a little too much of it, and NSA's are getting away with a free pass uh, in the sense that uh, parents are asked to invest when uh, age group national teams
3: are travelling. That's that's that's. What I I'm think saying. you jumped, Barry. There's it it starts with with the basic tennis racket, right? With right. equipment, right? Uh, and even and going back to our time, yeah. uh, I remember tennis was viewed as an elite sport yeah, for those that could actually afford, afford the equipment. Uh, it was pretty much like hockey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't have a hockey stick, oh, well, <laughs> you didn't play hockey or stuff. Yeah. So if you didn't have a tennis racket, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like if you don't have a golf bag 100%. Uh, with golf clubs in it, you can't play yeah. golf. And, and that's where the problem is. Is tennis Zimbabwe capacitating kids at this is just normal government schools. Yes, and it, to it, play and the sport. And you see, that's
4: that's where I was going. That there is a, a an ability by tennis Zimbabwe uh, through the ITF because whenever we host tournaments, whether it's the ITF Futures or whatever the case may be, money comes in to host those tournaments, and that money includes includes administrative support. Also, the ITF has a special foundation where they can give us equipment and and all sorts. They can go into the schools. It used to happen where there was equipment for government schools and also. So I think tennis Zimbabwe needs to seize the initiative once again, get into the schools, make sure that the sport is being played by many, many others, and and, uh, broaden the base. When we broaden the base, then it's easier for us to grow the pyramid and then thin it out as we get to the top, as we sift and get the best of the best. But the bottom line is, that base is way too narrow. We need to broaden it at the
1: bottom. Where did the money go? You said that you used to get money, ITF money dollars was coming. We still do. <laughs> where does ah, money go, Alois? it alloys. Did it
4: we, we, we still do. It, it didn't stop. Did you stop? it stop? It didn't stop. So yeah. every time we host uh, uh, events in, in Zimbabwe, uh, money comes in from the ITF. To and to it's make not sure going where it's supposed to go. It, it, it is, but, uh, you know, they could do a little bit more. Let's put it that way. But I think this one, Alois probably
1: needs someone from Chinese Zimbabwe. No, I'm just Exactly, because he's putting me on top Tell us. And, like, I, where is I, I, the money going? I think there was a time. There was yeah. a time. I think um, focus the tennis uh, tennis club. Mm-hmm. It was functioning very well. I don't know what happened to that as well. And that was the run community. community. Zimbabwe. Yeah.
4: It was. It was filtering. Because talent. it
1: brought in uh, Martin, Martin Zua and yeah, Gwenaï and, and them. And something was also happening in Mutare where Junior Sidzi was in them. Now, came, now, they, now they imagine they then from. Alois, so if we, we
3: we have all that in Kadoma. In Chinoe, yes, yes. in Kariba, in yes. Bindura, yeah. that's the, that's in Chirezi, in Gweru, in Queque. Yeah. Then we're able to build up a nice yes. group of players who are actually playing the mm. sport. Uh, messages come through here. Good evening, guys. Our Davis Cup team is no longer strong. They keep on going down. Courtney Aremerwa. Ha, so disappointed. the Chevrons. Arguz like schoolboys. Kubulawayo Pakai That message, of course, uh, Zimbabwe, I think, uh, under the pump as far as sport is concerned. Hi guys, a message from the United Kingdom. He uh, says he's streaming live from Sheffield. Tell us who you support in your city. Is it the, the Blades or do you support uh, Wednesday? He says your show is not enough without, without the quartet. Welcome back Michael. Well, thank you so much. says <laughs> Our Davis Cup participation now just a week send off. Our non-playing captain strategies need to be sharp and astute. We have positives but I think we did well. Tennis Zimbabwe has to embrace more inroads in the diaspora and re-energize the game. Cry, my beloved Liverpool sculptor Colin for Sheffield. He's out of <laughs> yeah, Sheffield. I would establish that he's nice. out in Sheffield. Chris, there is, of course, he talked about the strategies of the non-playing captain, but mm-hmm. he brings up the point. How about we go the route that football is gone, mm-hmm. where we are scouting for talent now that is abroad. The diaspora. I'm sure there are kids that are better trained, yeah. that are of Zimbabwean heritage, Talent that's are, right. ready to eat. Yeah, exactly.
0: I, I'd like to believe that there could be. I mean, if you take a look at just the number of
3: Zimbabweans who are
0: ex- who live in the diaspora at the moment, I think we would possibly find some gems, and it should be part of the strategy, definitely. It's just that when you take a look at that investment that we always talk about in terms of getting a child to play tennis, imagine if it's incredibly difficult here. What more, someone who needs to then gain access in a more development. In a more developed world Where potentially It's more expensive So I'd be actually Very curious to see What those numbers look like Of I, I, tennis players Playing outside
4: I think if we If we looked If we look through The United States University system I think we might Find uh, a few A few gems uh, Here and there uh, Like we've done On the Athletic site um, I like, I like the fact That you brought in the, uni- uh,
3: the university system Because mm, we got yeah. a message That says Tennis tends to be Family oriented E.g. the Williams sisters It's yeah. natural Okay It is in that regard But I think you're, you're you're taking a sort of like an outlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But uh, you forget that uh, there is a system in place in countries like the United States States that produces hundreds and and thousands of tennis players. So you do get these lovely stories of a father who invested in his kids and we now have Serena Williams. But believe me, a lot of those tennis players are actually playing in a system, in a collegiate system. Even the European stars that are now playing on the WTA and ATP actually go for their college years in the United States and competition.
4: And the key is that we've got these uh, bright sparks. Uh, There's uh, the Medzi Girl unfortunately show I think she was. Tanya. She was yeah, Tanya Meetsy. She she was she, she had some challenges uh, midway. But you got you got bright spots like that. If they're here and they're at Convent errand, or wherever, Chizzy, let's get them at that level. Get them into those varsities so that they can improve their skills, and then we can short circuit the process.
3: All right, let's continue the conversation during the fan zone that continues straight after our play of the day. We'll be reading your messages. Zero seven three one one six eight zero four five. That's the number. Quick break. And when we return on the other side, we're talking Six Nations Rugby.
2: From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's CFM Sport. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play.
3: The Six Nations Rugby Championship got underway this past weekend and it started with a shock that's not so much a shock. England going down to the old enemy Scotland. Where the shock was, it happened at Twickenham, the home of rugby. Now their coach, that is of course uh, the England coach Steve Bothwick, new in the job and he says the team that he took over from Aussie, Eddie Jones, weren't good at anything following a defeat of course in his first match in start England going down 29-23 to Scotland uh, on Saturday. Let's hear from Steve Bothwick.
6: losing Team were hit by a couple of scores. losing Team were hit by a couple of scores that came out of, out of nowhere really in that in that first half and I thought the team responded incredibly well because I think if you rewound a bit that the team wouldn't have reacted the way it did today. Um, so to go in at half time in the position they were in and I thought that's immense credit to the players. I, I think you, you're right at twenty points to twelve up and in control of a game that we shouldn't we shouldn't be letting that game go away from us. And we did. So we'll have a good look at it and, and I think this is part of the growth of a team. So as you go, go through some pain and we don't you don't want to. But I think there was certainly enough there on that pitch today that said, right, I can see some aspects we're working upon now, and then also stand out and see some things we need to improve upon. We got ourselves into that position, we could have gone and won that game, and we didn't, and we'll, we'll look at that to make sure we are better at that going forward.
3: Uh, that's England coach uh, Steve Bothwick uh, speaking, of course, uh, on the sidelines after England were upended by Scotland 29-23 at Twickenham. And, of course, uh, the new England boss has got 11 days training time uh, with the squad, of course, uh, after uh, coaching Mentor Jones was sacked following uh, a poor November series that capped England's worst year since 2008. After 11 days, Barry, just three days short of a fortnight, uh uh, what yeah. mark are you giving
4: <laughs> um, it's, it's not going to be great uh, But at the same time We've got to temper that uh, With the fact that He hasn't had much time With the team um, mm. He can't hide behind A finger either And say that You know oh, This team is not good enough Blah 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 um, there, there, there are some names In there There are some individuals In there There is some quality In there uh, That Lenty. should actually do I mean, better For the
3: man to, to, to Heap all responsibility On, on the, the players, coach <laughs> <laughs> on yeah, No no no, no.
4: <laughs> I, I, I think that's, that's uh, def- Deflecting a little too much uh, In 11 days An international coach You should be able To p- put your fingerprint On the team And be able to, to Get to get something out of it So yeah we'll, we'll temper our response With the fact that He had a limited time With the team But still doesn't Excuse the result
3: Let's not take away uh, Anything from Scotland uh, Chris mm-hmm. They've shown us Over the last Three or four seasons yeah. That they can now Live with the best 100%
0: And whenever you Come across The Scottish team In terms of those Performances Always gutsy They always pick Themselves up um, They were actually going down at halftime and managed to pick themselves up and grab this win so the Scottish side is very different from previously like you said they can
3: definitely live it up with the best and now Scotland have won back-to-back matches against England at Twickenham for the first time ever it's the first time they've won consecutive matches away to England at any venue since a run of six straight wins between 1899 <laughs> and 1909 so Scotland making history this past weekend the rest of your Six Nations results, Ireland too good for Wales, 34-10 no surprises there but there was a gutsy performance from Italy who went down in the dying minutes to France 29-24 what a game Mm -hmm. and what a performance from the plucky minnows of Italy, also like Scotland showing that they can live with the best, so coming up we take you around the world in 60 and then it's time for our play of the day Hi, I'm JC Creel, Springbok and Blue Bulls backline player. You are listening to ZFM Sports. Around the world in sixty seconds:
7: international sports news.
3: We
0: take off in South Africa where a clever rebuild from Maddie Green and Brooke Holliday with the bat swung momentum towards the White Ferns who claimed a comfortable 32-run victory over the West Indies and a warm-up for the ICC Women's T20 World Cup. In Saudi Arabia, Abram Anser held off the challenge of Cameron Young to win the live to win Lives PIF Saudi Saudi International by two strokes and claim a wire-to-wire victory. In France, rising star Alicia Park says she hopes to make a habit of winning trophies after capturing her first WTA title with a stunning victory over top seed Frenchwoman Caroline Garcia in the Leon Open final. And this touchdown in the United States, where Kyrie Irving sent the NBA into a frenzy following the news that the Brooklyn Nets are trading star guard their star guard to the Dallas Mavericks for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney Smith, a first round and multiple second round draft picks.
2: Lock, lock it Cfm ah. stereo is untouchable. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way.
0: Operator.
3: What's up? A number again 0731 45 Lots of messages coming in, a lot of people wanting to talk tennis. Uh, Mantis Academy in Mutare, this message reads, has shipped a lot of tennis talent to the United States. We can pick from there. Let's do that. Let's that's, what I'm, that's what we're yeah, saying. That's, what we're that's the
4: association's job. <laughs> let's go out there. Before they try and turn into accountants in, 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 in Louisiana, let's make sure that they try and carve out a tennis
3: career. Bring them in from, from the universities in the States. Uh, good evening to Wilberforce Chaza. You say Mofakos, a tennis agency. Albert Namoye Bonde was a great well, yes.
1: pioneer. Yes, yes that yes. one. As yes.
3: I remember him coming through to the TV studios
1: for interviews. Yes, oh, yeah. that guy. Yes. Yeah. He was very popular during that time, very good scout, and and he and he and and also he spread the game. uh,
3: Uh, Arthur Arthur is asking the question What would Tennis Zimbabwe, uh, Tennis Association of Zimbabwe, have to offer a foreign based player? What would the player gain? Well, to be honest. They would just gain the pride of wearing the shirt for Zimbabwe, but just like the Black Brothers. Yeah. They, they, they didn't gain anything. Uh, it's yeah. not like uh, the Black Brothers were based in Zimbabwe. When you're playing tennis at this level, you are actually based abroad. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. can't yeah. be yeah. based here. Yeah. You can't be based in Zimbabwe because <laughs> yeah. there's nothing that actually happens in Zimbabwe. Yeah. So, yeah. just can't like can't the Black people. family, they were playing like their the tournaments out there, and then when it came to uh, for the time to represent Zimbabwe, they came to represent Zimbabwe, and just Davis- like the Black Bro- Brothers. As well. yeah. And Davis Cup, you're
4: here for a week, and then you go back to your. Base or whatever mm. the case may be. So it's not, it's not about money.
3: That that's that that's definitely not, a not it. lot of it's, it's <laughs> about coming to represent your country. Yeah, Serbia is not paying Djokovic not uh, <laughs> <of> cash <laughs> to come and play uh, for Serbia, or Spain playing and Nadal uh, orders of cash to come and play for them. Uh, that's what it's all about. Hi guys, tennis. Um, hi guys, tennis is a very expensive sport at junior level, which requires a lot of extra funding over and above what tennis Zimbabwe puts up. That said, though, tennis Zimbabwe needs to bring back the provincial head coaches who in yesteryear used to coordinate tennis from the grassroots that used to be a breeding ground for talent that's bright in
7: waterfalls.
0: And that's definitely a good point. I, I hear him on that initial investment, the amount of coaching, the number of hours that have to be put in. But I think it's also up to Zimbabwe cricket to ensure that they create a system <laughs> in tennis. which that, sorry.
1: <laughs> Zimbabwe
0: tennis. Give <laughs> <laughs> me as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. everybody, yeah. everybody, everybody, yeah. everybody. everybody. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need to make sure that they create a system In which talented school kids and individuals Actually have some sort of support system Because we can't let, you know, talent you know, Kind of just die down Because yeah, of the fact that they, they don't handles. have the funding And the
3: support okay. and all I of I that That's on, the role of the association Hang on, Alois, you got a question of your own this is what directed at you, Alois Alois, what happened yeah, to yeah, the, the courts The blacks built in Chetungwe The next to the town centre
1: what oh, did you do with them? They, I what did you do the, now, are a them? There's huh? a college now. There's <laughs> a the school. tennis court. You put a college yeah, there. Yeah, they, they destroyed it. My friend, <gasps> in Stungweza. No, at that but Zaya, I don't know if I suspect Zaya, so <laughs> primary school. I actually know the place. You yeah. know, my brother used to play. My first, uh, my eldest brother used okay. to play tennis. Okay. So we well. used to go to around these places. Yes. I used to play. You know, I used yeah, to play yeah, tennis as, as, as well. Yes, yeah. as well. Yeah. So there was a tennis. There were tennis courts there. They, 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 the, oh. the black brother didn't build them. They refurbished them. Okay. They were already there. They were cancelled tennis courts, and they were, they're destroyed. They're gone. Okay, so it's St yeah, Mary's. St Mary's, pronounced <laughs> by stadium. Uh, Chairman's stadium in Saint Mary's. Yes, I know. They were also caught there. About six, six Uh, of them, uh, very nicely, nicely made and everything, but they are gone. What do we yeah. have now? Houses. They were checking every, all sure. these places, building houses. But, but it's Mary's even worse because but those, all the are, those, are Crazy. those are designated
4: areas exactly.
1: on, on, the, on the town
4: planet. Yes. yes. It's, it's a recreational Everything area. Everything was there. The stadium uh, uh, was the there. And, and, oh, and this are, this is scandalous. I
3: mean, when when, it, comes course, to land. when course, gone. it comes to land, Just. though, I'm sure we can all agree that uh, it's the wild, wild, wild west. Here again, this <laughs> message so, is <laughs> coming from our buddy Al in Poland it says, as mentioned previously, I used to train with the Manikoland Lawn Tennis Association. They plucked us out of primary. I was in grade three, took us to Mutale Girls High for training every afternoon. This has created an interest and, and a passion in the sport for me and I'll try to get my kids to like it too. Inherited interest is a good thing. Again, yeah. he's talking of a system that was in place. Right, that that, that picks up,
0: yeah. And, and the fact that he was at a totally different school but that there was a support structure that was there to, you know, see that this sometimes Talent, we need to nurture it, and to give the supporting structure. I sincerely doubt that he was paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to ensure that he got that training. I think it was all part of a system, yeah, and a system. that's the sort of thing that needs to be revived across
3: the country. Hi, guys. We no longer have the Namoya Bondes in our tennis, uh, the, Chikong, the Chingokas as well. Uh, they had yes. passionate, uh, yes. and they were grassroots specialists. Uh, this, of course, a message is from George in He goes on to say the scholarships or collegiate system, too. You're very right there but how are these kids identified when there's very little happening on the ground tricky
4: yeah it's very tricky uh, but I think that for the sport to grow big we've got to make it small at the same time so what are we talking about when we to say small we have to go, go to done. the grassroots. we have to go down we have to make sure that the sport is being played by as many people as is possible and then where we pick up those green shoots those rough diamonds we polish them and then we put them in the right structures
2: Your hit music station, my station, your station—it's everybody's station. ZFM Stereo. The Castle Lager Premier Soccer League, La Liga, Serie A, the English Premier League, the Bundesliga—it all comes together with the Castles on the Castle Lager
4: World Football Report. All right, let's start in Italy. Big weekend in Serie A, not because of uh, the matches whose results I'll give you now, but because of the last result we will cover. Cremonense uh, beaten at home by Lecce 2-0. Roma 2-0 winners over Empoli. Sassuolo 1-0 over Atalanta. While Napoli uh, had a good road victory, 3-0 winners over Spezia and uh, maintaining their position at the top of the Serie A table. Torino 1-0 winners over Udinese and Bologna 2-1 winners over Fiorentina. But where we want to go is here Inter Milan coach Simone Inzaghi says the Nerazzurri were determined and focused as a first half header by striker Lautaro Martinez gave Inter a 1-0 victory over rivals AC Milan in the in a sold out derby della Madonnina and uh, in truth it was a an uh, The game was played at at the rate of knots. (laughs) at 200 miles an hour. uh, And a very entertaining affair. And glad that it was a lot closer than what we saw when they played in Saudi. uh, When they played in Riyadh, where it was almost one-way traffic. Uh, AC Milan has finally probably uh, figured it out where their problems were and are headed in the right direction. Albeit that they lost in this game.
1: Yeah, you, you know, when we talk about the right direction, I feel disappointed because this is a club that just last year they were showing sparks of a club that was uh, going, yeah, you know. And then all of a sudden, we are in a different direction. We are finding direction. Where, where are we coming from? Yeah. You know, that's my that's my biggest disappointment as an AC Milan fan. But back to that match, I thought the match was very good. At least uh, they gave. Uh, they gave a good uh, a good account of themselves and you could actually t- feel that at least there's something coming from all the the bad results that, are, uh, that were coming and to play against Inter. Maybe it's the adrenaline of a, mm. of a derby. We mm. don't know. Let's see how they play in the next match. But you know, the derbies are always close contests yeah. and sometimes they are, that adrenaline can actually uh, pump somebody up. But uh, it was a good game in the end.
3: Well, for me, Barry, I'm really concerned with the AC Milan because uh, like Alois said, it, it looked like it was a club that was heading somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like they were on the up, uh, they were back uh, young squad. The, yeah, uh, young squad at the at the top table mm. uh, of European football. But if you take a look at the net result of this loss yeah. uh, to the to, to Inter, they are now sitting in sixth place. Mm. Uh, that's outside of the Champions League places. Uh, and failure to qualify for the Champions League for AC Milan uh, for me uh, again is going to put a stop on their progress. It yes. is because they can't attract the best talent if you're not playing in the Champions mm. League. Uh, And we've seen this as a problem uh, for Arsenal for so many years. That's why Ateta took a long time to rebuild the squad. Uh, And people think it's easy. People think that, you know what, you can be uh, playing in the Europa League uh, and you can just buy anyone. (laughs) Uh, They don't realise that there's a certain quality player that you can't get when you're not playing in the Champions League because they simply just won't come to you. Mm -hmm. You you then can improve, just like Arsenal now. If Arsenal finish as champions and Arsenal win or finish in the Champions League places, just like Man United, it's important that they finish in the Champions League places. You'll see the quality they'll be able to bring in to show up what's already uh, a very good squad. And it's the same thing with AC Milan. I fear that if they don't qualify for the Champions League, Mm -hmm. they're going to lose their best players. So players like Tonali, players like Rafael Leao, There's oh, already yeah. a lot of interest mm-hmm. around uh, Rafael Leal. Yeah. Uh, those players, for me, will probably go.
4: Yeah, they'll probably go and they would want to stay and play in the Champions League. The great part of all of that is that they're sitting in sixth, but they uh, are equal on points with Lazio, who are in the last Champions League position. And there's uh, quite a bit of football still to be played, but they need to sort it out and sort it out fast. Action tonight. Hellas Verona hosts Lazio and then Monza takes on Sampdoria.
2: All the rivalry. Pate! A oh, piece of a hit from Thomas Pate! On oh, Derby All the stars. There goes Haaland. He's on his way again. He's hungry. He's scored. He always does. He always will. Nothing more sir. And all the game changing moments.
1: Marcus Rashford.
2: At the moment, Marcus Rashford. All the updates from the Premier
4: League on CFM Sport. Let's give you your Premier League weekend result. Aston Villa beaten by Leicester 4-2 at home. Uh, Brentford, 3-0 winners over Southampton. uh, Southampton, uh, Brentford (laughs) looking very good in that game. Uh, Brighton, 1-0 winners over Bournemouth in a south coast derby. While Manchester United keep marching on, on, on. Uh, 2-1 winners over Crystal Palace. Uh, Wolves beating Liverpool uh, Uh,
3: 3-0 is looking pretty awful yeah Uh Liverpool <laughs> I, I think it's it's fair to say that uh, Liverpool is in crisis uh, yeah, at the moment very much so uh, very much and so. because they, they're fa- just failing to go around this corner yeah. uh, and it's going to require a monumental effort I think for Liverpool now uh, to finish in the European places Yeah. Uh, and, and the good thing is uh, I hear Virgil Van Dijk and Diogo Jota in training this week uh-huh. uh, and so I think they need their experienced players I yeah. think guys like Harvey Elliott Yes, great promising ETC but I think the mental fortitude that's required, required. Guys, man, I guys with mental strength yeah. to get them out of this uh, place where they are? The good thing, though. Let's not forget that two seasons ago, is it three seasons ago? Mm-hmm. They're in the same place, same same position, uh, and, and so they, they back, do yeah. have that institutional know-how. Of you know what? How do we grab ourselves? But I, I feel it may be tougher. Uh, this <laughs> Chris Chris, they, they, they seem to also be um,
4: there seems to be a bit more of a mental work that needs to be done this time uh, as opposed to last time because these are players who are looking fatigued in the body,
0: yes, but also the mind. And Klopp himself Must be asking himself Some questions Yeah there's no more fights In that Liverpool side Unfortunately Um, It's gone somewhere We need to figure out where I think Klopp himself Is sort of I think We've seen him try A number of things We've seen him try A number of players And we've seen him Even bring in some players He changed the system He changed the system There's there's just something That's not working And unfortunately The problem with turning A mental corner Is that You need it's, It's like a chicken and egg You need the belief to get the traction going. But you also need the traction to instill the to belief, the belief. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's such a tricky scenario to be in. And to be honest, were coach, uh, were Klopp, any other coach, he'd be gone by now. Uh,
4: he, he, I think he certainly would be. Okay, fine, that's done. So we can now avoid all those uh, WhatsApps that say that we are avoiding talking about Liverpool. We spoke about. Okay, <laughs> carry <coming> on. <laughs> Moving on, swiftly. Newcastle one one all draw with West Ham, uh, Nottingham Forest one nil winners over Leeds, and then Chelsea playing out a nil all draw with Fulham. All of that money spent and can't buy a goal can Chelsea, but here's the story of the weekend. Less than 24 hours after their 1-0 defeat to Tottenham, which saw them fail to capitalize on Arsenal's 1-0 loss at Everton, Manchester City say they are, quote, surprised to have been charged by the Premier League with numerous alleged breaches of financial rules. Football journalist Carvey Solokov explains the possible ramifications for Manchester City.
7: Now, the Premier League's financial fair play rules, uh, basically they're designed to ensure that clubs uh, pretty much spend what they earn. And you can get around to the rules potentially by inflating how much you're earning or hiding how much you are spending. And uh, according to the Premier League, uh, the Manchester City allegedly broke rules over nine seasons. They didn't provide accurate financial information. Allegedly, they did not fully disclose uh, the financial remuneration that was made to one of their managers over a four year period. Uh, That is the suggestion that there was a a secret contract. So one of their managers was actually getting paid much more than was officially stated. Uh, The Premier League also alleged that Manchester City didn't comply Uh, with UEFA's financial fair play rules over a five-year period, and uh, they also alleged that Manchester City have not fully cooperated with the Premier League's investigation. So, I mean, this is a very, very serious matter for Manchester City in the past when they've been investigated by UEFA. Uh, They've always insisted that they have done nothing wrong. Now, crucially, Premier League rules uh, do not include a time bar. so when Manchester City defend themselves, they cannot say uh, these alleged defences uh, took place too long ago for you to be able to do anything about them. Z. Uh,
4: the voice there of football journalist carvey Solokol, of course, uh, giving us an update as to uh, what happened as well as the ramifications for Manchester City. The alleged breaches span a period from 2009-2010 season uh, to the 2017-2018 campaign. Now the club is alleged to have breached league rules requiring provision in utmost good faith of accurate financial information that gives a true and fair view of the club's financial position. There is very little Uh, in the realm of possibility that would have said to any football fan that Manchester City would have been able to bring in the talent that they did and at the rate that they brought it in and be able to balance the books but we thought they had the sponsorship and were making the money to do it so we all thought it was above board apparently wasn't
1: yeah, uh, it's, it's, it becomes difficult, you know. To be honest, to start with, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of this uh, fan financial fair play. play. I, don't, I don't I don't like it at all because it doesn't level the playing field. When you look at uh, Fulham or you look at a small team like Bolton Wanderers, you don't expect them to bring in good quality players. So it basically, uh, it's just saying the big teams should remain big. They are the ones that are allowed to bring in good players. But, because but good players it, are expensive. But
4: isn't it a case of handicapping, Alois, whereby uh, if if you balance your book? books you are able to bring in the best talent so if you're no, you you less, can cannot if you're you
1: can... making too little they will balance the books will balance but with little, <laughs> <laughs> they will balance we'll with little. but my my, my deal uh, 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 Mike
4: is that you, you 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 have to play by the rules whether the rules are right or wrong let's argue that in the Supreme Court but the rules are there play by the rules.
3: Yeah, but uh, I think City are arguing that they have played by the rules. They say that they provided the Premier League uh, with uh, all the information in good faith uh, that the Premier League required from them. So hence they're surprised. Uh, They're actually surprised and they're actually viewing this uh, as an opportunity to clear their name. So it looks like they're fairly confident in terms of where they stand from a legal standpoint. I I really doubt, you know, that the brains trust at Man City would have been thought to themselves, we can get away." Waywards. Silly enough to uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> silly enough to do this. Mm. Uh, because remember they had they been the the case before the case versus UEFA was thrown out. Yeah, yeah Why yeah. was it thrown out? Because UEFA couldn't quite prove it as well. Now, mm. the Premier League for me, are they claiming that they got better lawyers? Uh, they got uh, 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 the <laughs> a <UEFA laughs> And why is it taken so long? Yeah, yeah 2009 to, to bring up a case if it's been going on for over a decade. Yeah. Why has it taken so long finally to lay charges on, at the feet the, of Man, Man City? City yeah. How different is it from what uh Chelsea uh, is doing now Is doing yeah, now And, yeah. and
4: nobody, nobody, nobody's Batting an eyelid now Maybe in 10 years Maybe in 10 years
0: <laughs> They're the making,
1: year <laughs> they, they were making a lot but of but money But here's
0: my thing Let's just say Hypothetically There was fudging A round of numbers mm-hmm. Manchester City And it's You know Stakeholders Thereof Likely have access to the best of the best financial minds in the world. Yeah. So likelihood is there is I, I would struggle to find a scenario in which they would not have the most the, the, the sort of proof to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't and, think. And, I, and if, if that, have, that is in the and, realms and, of reality and, and, and at to, all. And
4: you're right because to clean the books to a sufficient level that they wouldn't be caught in such a situation. So for me, it, it, it smacks of, uh, I think, it's a little bit convenient. However, like I continue to say, the rules are the rules. And of course, this an independent uh, commission has the power to suspend a clubs from playing league matches, deduct points. These are the possible uh, punishments that Man City could be facing. Recommend to the board that league matches be replayed. Recommend to the board that the league expels the rep, uh, respondent club. Order compensation, cancel or refuse registration of players, conditional punishment, order the club to pay costs, make sure other order as it uh, uh, thinks fits. So it is a commission that actually has teeth and can institute any one of, of those uh, yeah, but, uh, punishments but, but,
3: if the appeal I, I, I by Man is not successful. I, I may be, listen, I, 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 I may f- be a Liverpool fan. But uh, I think uh, some of the punishments that they talk about will actually bring the league into distribution. I, I, so. uh, yeah, I, yeah. I would prefer that uh, Man City takes a financial hit. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And they've now become well, financial crimes. Man City have now become the, one of the premier clubs in the world. Yes. Yeah. You're no longer dealing with uh, this is not West Ham or, yeah. or Wolves that you you're know? dealing with. You're now dealing with one of the premier clubs in the world. And as such, I think it damages the reputation of the English Premier League, which has always sort of like lauded itself as this beacon of morality, morality and integrity. Yeah. And mm. we're not cheats like you in Italy. We're not racist like you in Spain. Mm. We do things by the book. Yeah. Uh, and for them to turn around and say, OK, we're going to strip titles, for example, mm. from Man City. So what happens then yeah. uh, to those titles? Yeah. Are they given to the teams that uh, finish champion? second in those things? As a Liverpool fan I nah, wouldn't want to no. win A league title that way No 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 no. That's uh, I believe that Man City beat us In a sporting contest yes? yes We lost out a couple of times Very narrowly to Man City yes. One point Yes uh, Record breaking seasons yeah. I wouldn't want to receive the yeah, title. Get it right. To be four gifted min- a title, I think. No, no, no. no. I, I wouldn't want to be gift, gifted a title. Also, yeah, uh, no, no. I, I, I oh, believe... no one's going to remember
1: yeah. that. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, no. The... You see, Barry, there comes my point. If you look at the amount of money that they spend, it's not a, it's not much bigger than another Chelsea, another, Liverpool, another Manchester United. It's not bigger. But the problem is they were making less. Yeah. So it's, it's a disadvantage. That they spend the same. <laughs> but because you are making less they you were must unable to balance that, I don't so, like so that. but now we're like being that.
3: told that City now are earning like the that. most of any team in the world
1: it so but uh, they then they're, the saying well? they're saying that they're
3: saying that
4: those earnings are inaccurate. Uh, anyway, this one's got a lot We'll clean this one up tomorrow. Yeah, it's got yeah. a lot Or in story. the car park. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and then tomorrow we'll also look at France, as we do on a Tuesday. We'll look at La Liga and, of course, the Bundesliga. So don't miss tomorrow's show. For now, may God richly bless you. Best. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And Andy, out.
6: Messi
2: has conquered his final peak. Messi has shaken hands with paradise. The biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the chequered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus, so thank you, Venus. And all the analysis, right here. There's no question that LeBron James, at the worst, is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear
5: that. It's just just blasphemous.
2: Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo.
3: My station, your station.